Carlucci. And we're joined once again by Nick Jimenez and the Wheelers. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I like that. <laughs> me I'm too. <laughs> Let's keep it. Um, I realized when I was re-watching this specifically for this project that I'm wrong. We're not building the gump. We're building something using the head of a gump. Yeah, the, the, the fact that it's called a gump is really, I mean, it could just as easily just be called a couch. <laughs> But the the gump part does have a face, and that makes him easy to personify. Yeah, I it's it's a moose, right? I mean, yeah, that it's 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 like yeah, <laughs> it's a moose. Just call it a moose. But I mean, it, it's an Oz movie. <laughs> that's true. That's true. The, um, the official you know, description in the uh, in the script is uh, the head of an animal which resembles a horned camel, except that its coat is green. That's true. He is green. And also, to be fair, we never know what the body of a gump really looks like. We don't. So if we know it could have the body of like an octopus. And that's like why it's a gump and not a moose. (laughs) Um, For those following along at home, this uh, gump filled minute is minute 54, which starts with a lovely close up of this head of a gump. And it ends with Jack tying his feet together. And in between, Dorothy steals the pretty, pretty princess key. That's, yeah. So once again, we're traveling back and forth between Mombi's bedchamber and this tower upstairs where they're plotting, planning their escape. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do get the start of some little, like, marching music, which is what I'm excited about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I have to say, I was, like, giggling to myself at the way Bruce Bulk appears over the edge of the bed. I thought that was really funny. And then when Mombi moves, I jump. So you know what? I need to get off my high horse. That scared me. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Mike, I know uh, definitely building this sofa, getting the head of the gump was a big part of your childhood. Were you guys wrapped up in this stealing the key from Mombi stuff? Or were you just so focused on the tower? (laughs) No, so a lot of the neighborhood kids would all pile into the house and we'd be watching the movie and, you know, we'd get to this scene and we'd take the sofa and we'd rearrange the pillows, you know, there's a big pillow we'd put on the front, you know, try and uh, try and do that. And we, we were so interested in that. Like, I really didn't realize ever how freaky the Dorothy part was. Yeah. <laughs> like, we just got caught up in it. And later on, I was like, oh, like, that's really weird like this should be tense but we were just so excited putting together our own flying sofa that just never occurred to me yeah you know it's weird i i remember thinking watching it this time and preparing for the show like so many of the sequences of this movie from you know the the uh, dorothy skipping on the rocks and the in the the deadly desert to these guys building a, a a gump sleigh and dorothy all of the set pieces so far remind me a lot of like what children do when they're playing with other children. Yeah. Like, you know, like the floor is lava. Like, you know, we've all played that game or like, Hey, let's like, let's like build something with all of the grown up stuff around us. Like it, it it just all has a sense of play to it that I I really love. Except for 
<laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it kind of reminds me of like you know sneaking into your parents' room like to get something like I don't know like I think we I don't know I don't yeah. maybe that's a well naughty. and to be fair so I was never as scared of this part where she's stealing the key off of mommy's hand because it reminded me of another one of my earliest movies that also didn't prepare me for the real world the Care Bears movie two oh two that's the one where yeah. Um, a new Care Bears movie too. A new generation. I could take or leave the Care Bears movie. Don't get me wrong. I watched it a lot. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Care Bears movie two is my jam. <laughs> That's the one where they start out as little kids and the Care Bear cousins and they grow up and they have to fight Darkheart. And at one point, they have to steal a key that is hanging around someone's neck, and it at some points is beat for beat the scene. <laughs> well, it sounds like this should be your next minute podcast. Um, I I don't know if anyone would listen to that, but I would do it. I would watch it all that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's really funny because it starts out with them in a ship, and then at one point a summer camp is involved, and I'm just like, is this one of those weird like predestination things? Like I just watched this movie so many times before the age of five that the rest of my life kind of echoes it. Played yeah. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's just these weird little every so often I'll be like, huh. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't think I've only I think I've only ever seen the nostalgia critic reviews of the Care Bear movies. I don't think I've had the chance to watch the Care Bear movies themselves yet. Uh, the first one involves um a magi- like an evil magician at an amusement park, so it's very cool. Oh yeah. Um, and the it's weird because some of the songs in that are re- I remember thinking they were really cool, like really well done. I mean, for a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there's also at one point where they clearly were reaching for a, a rhyme and they came up with, they're like skidding across some water and one of the characters, one of the characters goes, wee, I'm hydroplaning. <laughs> <laughs> and that has been a favorite of my family ever since. Oh, how could it not? Because it's so ridiculous. And it doesn't make any sense in the context of what's going on. They just, they needed the wrong. Yeah. And that's what happened. You know, Belina has has a few of those lines where they are <laughs> non sequiturs, but they just make you laugh. Like, there's a part in the beginning where they find the tree of lunch, pa- like the lunch pail tree. And she's like, what happened to breakfast? And like, <laughs> I love it. It's just so, I, 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 I love Belina. Yeah. Um, she she's getting some exposition for us in this minute. She's yes. helping, like I said previously. Um, and Jack is so on top of things. He gets the head. He's doing that. He finds a broom. He understands that we need stabilization with a tail. And then it all goes to pot. Yeah, you know, it's 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 kind of sad seeing them work this hard at it, knowing what a short shelf life that, that sleigh is going to have. But... It's they're they're doing they're they're doing their hard they're doing their best. Mm-hmm. Doing the... TikTok starts spouting nonsense directions. Yes, which I'm sure as a kid, I don't know, man. I just this movie's so weird that TikTok momentarily going crazy just seems like a hat on a hat. Like I, I as a kid, I, I just I can imagine being like, well, now what's wrong with the robot? Like guys, like, what's going on? <laughs> There's so much stuff happening. We just took care of everything. Yeah. Uh, I just love that Jack is like, okay, that's the next direction. <laughs> yeah, I love. I really like Jack. I think. I think. Have you guys talked about um how he's his voice not not his puppeteering but his voice is provided by Brian Henson? 
We talked a little bit about Brian Henson because I realized in the middle of On Air, hey, his last name's Henson, just like the Ma- Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I'm a big, <laughs> that was a moment. I'm a big fan of Brian Henson. I, I think he's done a lot of really good work in his own in his own career. Um, but yeah, and, and, and I think his voice of Jack is really, I like it. It's really understated. It's very reminiscent of just the kind of, I always, the Tin Man was always my favorite because I liked how chill he was. Just his voice was always like, oh, hey, Dorothy. I don't know. Like, and I kind of, I kind of get those vibes from Jack. I just, he just goes along with it. This is, you know, actually, cause we had said, you know, building the flying sofa is kind of. Like when you build it with uh, your family and there is the mean older sibling part of me. It's like, yeah, that's your, your little sibling would probably do that if you told Oh, definitely. Too. Yeah. In the middle of, you know, just rapid fire and then just and tie your feet together. <laughs> yeah, it's really, I, I, I really, do you guys know, is that a, is that a man in the suit? Just like a really skinny stunt performer or is it like still operated like a puppet? So it's, it is both. There is a full puppet mm-hmm. and there is a man in the suit and i'm sure i've said his name before but do i have imdb open in front oh of you're of fine yeah not. i'm so sorry um but you can see there's some behind the scenes pictures and so now i'm keeping an eye out to see if any of them snuck into the film when it's the guy in the suit the only way you can tell is his neck is thicker oh nice because they could i mean i guess however his body is they could still do like the stick hands sticking out and Legs, you don't really, you know, they're skinny, but whatever. You, they're just going into boots. Mm-hmm. Um, but the neck, they could not make that thin. And so it's a thicker neck and it's just kind of like like a brown turtleneck with bark looking stuff on it, okay. essentially. Um, I have not spotted it in the film, though, yet. Anytime I've seen his neck, it's looked too thin to be the guy in the suit. But I have seen behind the scenes pictures. So I wonder if, like, this scene where, like, he bends over and it just shows, like, his feet and his hands... Like, I wonder if it's, I don't know. So I was actually thinking this might be, uh, I'm glad this came up. I was actually thinking this yeah. might be the the actor because, you know, looking at like second zero to one. Uh, when he's look, carrying the, oh yeah, yeah, like, it's gotta be him. Yeah, because usually you see just a stick and here it's kind of like, there's a, looks like, it looks like yeah. he's wearing a scarf or, or like a big, uh, a turtleneck that's shaped like a tree, you know, something like that yeah it looks like and a that person's makes neck sense because how on earth would you get the puppet to remove the gun <laughs> i guess that's true yeah okay. not to doubt not to doubt these puppeteers they're amazing they're doing an excellent job um, I'm just absolutely saying. yeah but there are limits to what you know yeah. can physically be accomplished yeah and then the gump because... would probably have to be like on wires because the puppet probably couldn't carry the the head <laughs> yeah we caught out um, earlier with TikTok when he does his little hat salute. He doesn't actually lift his hat because it can't hold, like, it's not at the right angle. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's on a different system. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there are some, there are some little movie pics. I'm so glad you pointed that out, Mike. I can't believe I missed that. I thought I was being so good. Not right. calm. Um, that's our first spot. Um, so we've talked a lot about how this is kids playing. But I do think this minute in particular at the end is very good preparation for being an adult ah. because this is assembling furniture. Mm-hmm. You think everything's <laughs> going fine. You think you've got all the pieces. 
everything seems to be coming together, and then all of a sudden, the directions make no sense, mm-hmm. and you don't know what to do. In it just the way. Yep. Yep. You need to find another Allen wrench. There's always another Allen wrench. That's true. That seems to be the, the common... Yeah. Or just like, yeah, I mean, and just like everyone's kind of doing their best, but just like a dumb mistake someone made at the very beginning is just like, oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> I assembled the middle section upside down. You know, the couch, maybe the couch will be fine. <laughs> what could go wrong? I think the saddest I've ever looked was when the movers brought our furniture over here. They were like, do you want us to reassemble it for you? And I just looked at them like, do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I would. <laughs> yeah, being an adult is hard. Stay kids. <laughs> Stay as long as you can. Um, do brooms good, make good tails? Uh, that is a line that's not in the script. Oh. So, Jack. I'm good at finding those. Jack finally joins in on the the uh, revision team revision. Oh yeah. I just, I mean, because on the one hand, I'm thinking you have the stereotype of witches flying on brooms, which is where Harry Potter comes from, where brooms are very aerodynamic. That's very true. But, but you know, and he seems to understand these concepts where he wants a tail, a good tail, so that it'll balance out or... Sure. I don't know. I feel like we need to, like, call Jim O'Kane. Be like, how do the air stay up? Well, spoiler alert. The Gump does say he's not built to make turns. Yes. And that, the the broom as tail, while aesthetically pleasing, (laughs) is not really a large enough rudder to steer. Yeah, that's the gump. relative to the sofas. Not so much. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, they are about as good at this as like we were when we were five, like playing with, (laughs) playing with our cousins. Yeah, the, the the biggest the biggest part we were theorizing uh, last week when we first discovered Jack. It's like okay, I you can understand uh, something coming to life, but Jack comes to life with you know human like abilities. He's not just a living pumpkin. He's you know he gets he gets a language pack. He gets you know rudimentary. He's uh, aware of some skills. sort of matriarchy because he recognizes Dorothy as a mom. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and you take that to the to the gump. Now you're, you know, or the the head of the gump strapped to the sofas. And you're really asking, like, well, which which power? Which, like, if Jack had had two palms on him, you know, would he be able to fly? <laughs> yeah, they're just, they just one stuck stuck into his back. Would he get, you know, would those be flyable? So, yeah. Uh, oh, I'm going to get very philosophical once the gump starts <laughs> talking. Okay. And, like, has memories of his old life. Okay. So, the second lesson of this week is pop culture is good. I'm sure you are shocked to hear it come out of a movie. Yeah, we're, kind of, yeah we're probably preaching to the choir. But. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to a podcast that analyzes a movie one minute at a time, you, too, may enjoy yeah. movies <laughs> and pop culture. <laughs> you may enjoy movies. There is a correlation. Dorothy. I haven't watched the movie in a while. 
Um, and then it goes back to them building, and you see the building going wrong. Like, I do feel like that adds to it, where you're just like, oh, no. you know, like a slow-mo. Like, Definitely, yeah. Oh. No. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, yeah, and, I, I, and, and that feels very much like what would scare a kid when they're, like, sneaking into their parents' room or, like, you know, sneaking past, like, grown-ups at all. You know, like, them stirring is such, like, a scary thing. Yeah. And she has, she has a scary moment, and then it's just made so much worse by realizing, like, something's gone wrong upstairs. Right, yeah. Um, so this is, this is a tense moment to end on, um, but those were the notes that I had for this minute, and, you know, sneak pre- previews of future minute notes. <laughs> Definitely. These things happen when you're doing this. I mean, we try and stick to minute by minute, but yeah, come on. How well has that been happening? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I'm good if you guys are good to keep going throughout the week. Yeah. Woo! Um, I know we did plugs yesterday. Uh, if you go to returntoozminute.com, I believe, might correct me if I'm wrong, that we do say which guests are on which minute, so you can find links to Nick there. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can go to yeah. duelinggenre.com, where you can listen to uh, Harry Potter Minute, Toy Story Minute. Uh, we're doing, like, OG, TMNT, Latino Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute. Yes. And, uh, yeah, and Ferris Bueller. We have a lot, and they're all hosted by just awesome people. We're, we're really lucky. I, I was very excited at that explosion. I know I know Geek by Night is the the original baby. But. Well yeah, yeah. Well Geek by Night is is kind of like, you know, the, the, the minute podcasts are so popular that and they're 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 much quicker to make than Geek by Night. But yeah, yeah, thank yeah, yeah we're just a little We're great well, we're, we're we're grateful that people are, are so uh having so much fun with them and that they're so much fun to make with all these different people. Well, we're glad we could steal you away from dueling genre. Ha, we're glad to be here. <laughs> yeah, and on returntoosminute.com or, you know, weugtugpug.com, same place. Uh, you can go to the guest <laughs> tab and you can look up your, you know, some of your, your other favorite podcast favorites. Some of them have been on our show. And then you can find out what else they do. And, well, what else they've done besides what you know them from and from what you uh, listen to here. <laughs> so, uh some of them are very busy, as you know. Uh, we just had dueling genre yeah. guest from from Harry Potter and Ferris Bueller. Uh, Dave, you know, uh, Gary, and Victoria were here talking talking wheelers. Yep. Yeah, yep. awesome. Oh, that was fun. And then we ran away to Chicago to do Ferris Bueller's Minute. Off, nice. Which which we did the night um, before the movies by minutes meetup in Chicago. Oh, cool. So it was especially like bittersweet. Oh. <laughs> No, it was our unofficial virtual, uh, yeah. virtual movies by minutes. Come. Yeah, like a staycation. We were yeah. kind of there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're in spirit. Well, no, I just, I told everyone, I was like, looks like you had a great time. Do it again next year. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I can make that one. That'd be awesome. Um, but yeah, we're, we always... We are always mentioning other movies by minutes because let's face it, if you're listening to this, you're probably listening to others. And I like to give a shout out to Pete and Alex who do Star Wars Minute, which is what kicked off the Empire. Absolutely. Basically. I know there were a couple others that were very early. I think Gutterballs technically preceded them, but really, what do you think of the Movies by Minutes podcast? Like those are the guys that got the ball rolling. Definitely. 
Um, I just said Empire and thought of Star Wars and ball rolling and thought of Indiana Jones. And there you go. Boom. I think I should be done for the day because clearly this could go on a while. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Mike, do you want to start us off today? We are. T-Og. P-Og. 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 P-Og.